0: do i hug him do i shake his hand that's such a classic ellie move is like going on a romantic first date and being like shaking hand hi i'm ellie don't do that hi guys we're back another episode we're here in the studio again feeling good feeling more comfortable than last time how are we doing how's life I hope we're all doing well. Today, I'm very excited for this episode. We are talking all about first dates, dating. You guys know that that's one of my favorite topics as a teenage girl to talk about is dating and boys and what's going on in that part of my life. But before we get into that, I'm going to give you the second round of OOTDs. If you're watching this on camera, which... If you are not, you can watch it on the Pastor Bedtime YouTube channel. Um, I will be giving OOTDs every week, and this is the second one. If you guys are just listening, I will try my best to describe it audio only. Except, you guys should come watch it so we can like make eye contact together and feel really intimate about this experience. You know. So I'm gonna be honest, guys. Um, I am feeling personally a little embarrassed because. I, Ellie Zeiler, do not like being an outfit repeater as much as I think it is important to outfit repeat for the sustainability of your closet. I personally, like something has to be changed. And it really bothers me that the only two episodes that are videoed on I'll Be Your Sister I'm in all way outfits, but I had an outfit on that I brought to set today. It was like these metallic Zara pants that I actually made a TikTok about getting. They're like these viral pants right now. And I went to Zara yesterday or two days ago to get them and I knew I wanted to make a TikTok about them and they only had the size that was like three sizes too big for me. And I told myself that I would go get them tailored, which I still like, I still will get them tailored, but I wanted so badly to wear them today. And I just sat down in this chair and they were just way too big. And I was wearing like a bodysuit and heels. I dressed up for you guys today, but I'm, we're, we're in sweats. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. Sometimes when you're talking about something Um, excited or like vulnerable, maybe like dating. It's nice to be comfortable. Also, I think ever since the pandemic, it's so acceptable to wear a full sweatsuit. And sometimes I feel more put together in a sweatsuit than I do in regular clothes. So that's it, that was the fair warning that I'm very sorry for wearing white two, two days in a row. I promise it will never happen again. Today on my feet, God, it's so embarrassing. I'm wearing the same shoes as last week, but I'm wearing these, I'm wearing these uh, Adidas Sambas that my mom got me from Amazon. They look like this um, with these socks that I got from Rite Aid um, because I ran out of socks also. Socks are something that I really struggle with personally as a teenager that lives alone. I never have matching socks. I just, whenever I'm at Rite Aid, I just get new ones. So that was today. I have matching socks on today. And then my little sweatsuit is from this company called Malibu Sports Club. I thought it was very fitting for the podcast because as we know, the colors are like white and cream and reds, which those are the colors of the sweatsuit and yeah that's that's my outfit it's a chill one today this week is pretty chill but the topic isn't chill today we are talking about dating and specifically how to have a good first date or in my experience my experience with first dates even though I don't have a boyfriend so that I I don't know if I should be kidding advice that I, I'm pretty good at first dates I think so we're gonna talk about it today I was thinking about the fact like if I even like first dates or not which it's funny because I feel like I'm very much the type of person that likes I wish that there was no such thing as a first date at first. I wish that like you could go on a date and like instantly already know the person and like have it feel comfortable. But I think at this point in my life, I've been on a few good ones, a few bad ones to be able to give you guys some advice, some tips and talk about some of my first date experiences. I did, there was like a week where after I broke up with my boyfriend, I was like, okay, I'm back in the fishing pool, and there was a week where I went on a couple first dates in the same week, and I felt like I really, really learned a lot from that week, which inspired me to record this episode today. To be quite honest, I feel like first dates are really hard to come by these, not hard to come by, but hard to get to in like, situationship relationships and in relationships in general these days, I feel like part of talking with someone is texting and Snapchatting them. Hopefully texting, hopefully we've left Snapchatting behind. I recently had a guy that I was talking to that we were texting for like a couple of weeks and then he was like, do we want to move this to Snapchat? I was like, no, <laughs> why would we want to move this texting relationship to Snapchat? Are we literally 15? But um I do know that like Snapchat's a big part of uh, communication these days as a teenager. Um but what I was saying is that like I have dealt so many times with like either texting for a long amount of time and then finally we get to go on a first date or I've had an experience where we were just like set up and didn't really talk a lot at the beginning which was really really weird for me where he texted me and we were set up by like a mutual friend and he was like dinner at this time at this place? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, great, see you then. Then texted me the day of and was like, still on for tonight? And I was like, yeah. And then we met there and talked for literally, I think my mom was actually worried when I went on this date because I had my phone down because I thought it was rude. We genuinely talked on this first date for like, four or five hours about literally everything in our life which was good but also by the end of it I think I was so tired and drained that I like left feeling like I was on a job interview so that was one experience and then also I feel like the other way that it can go which I've also dealt with is talking to someone for weeks or even months uh, on like texting and on the phone and then finally it gets to being on a first date where I've had an experience where we did that and then you felt like you already knew the person so there was nothing to really talk about and then another experience where it actually went well because we knew like just enough about each other to still like go into depth about things so so what I've learned about getting to the first date stage in general is that Texting too much can be very, very bad for the relationship itself, because then when you get on the date, you have nothing to talk about. But also texting too little can kind of feel like you're going on a date with a stranger. So I think personally, I feel like a good texting time before a date is probably like a week. You don't want to make it too long because then the tension builds up and then you're too scared to go on the date obviously too short, it's like you don't have enough time to prepare. So I clearly take these first dates very, very seriously, but I think a week or two weeks, like in that span, if they're not already asking you, or if you guys aren't already like making plans, then I think you guys should, like first or second week, start making a plan. So once you actually have the plan formed, now I'm going to get into some, some of my tips, tricks, first date routine, if you will. Even though this makes me sound like a veteran, I just like to think of tips in my brain. All right, first I wanna talk about some lighthearted tips for a good first date that I think make it um, more fun and a little bit more foolproof, which for me, first off, I know you, you guys know me at this point, the first thing that comes to mind about a first date is an outfit. I think that it's really important for your first date outfit to be something that you've already worn before, so you know it's foolproof, you're comfortable in it, you feel good about it, you look good in it, it's 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 done. You're not wearing some brand new pair of jeans that is cutting off your circulation because you're sitting down and you've never tried them on before. So first, planning your outfit in advance, having something that you've already worn before and feel good in is a great tip for a first date. For my personal first day outfit, I love a good, a foolproof outfit, if you will, is in my opinion an all black outfit. I would love a good, black long sleeve, black shirt, black tank top with a black leather jacket, some black jeans, black leather pants. You guys know me, I like to spice things up with my jewelry, some fun earrings, cute hairstyle, something like that. And then some cute shoes. I'll wear like some little boots or something like that. It also depends on the activity. Like I'm thinking back to like an activity first date. I've gone like bowling before where I wore like leggings and a t shirt and sneakers, but then like a dinner day, I'll wear like all black with like some higher boots or something like that. Something that makes me feel good and also put together. And I don't know, in my opinion, all black's always the way to go. Some East Coast vibes for you. Pre-date routine, getting ready for the day. I love talking about this, like the little specifics about things like this. Pre-date playlist is always very important. A playlist for getting ready. This is good for honestly anything. I personally, for some reason, I'm in my like house music era. I don't know what that, what what's going on. I think it is because I went to Morocco and I was feeling the summer vibes, but something about a good house playlist is very very good to me um also sometimes i'll just look up on spotify hot girls getting ready playlist (laughs) and the first one that comes up is like uh it's like these three little powerpuff girls like getting ready in the mirror that is a very good playlist it has like all the og like 2000s music very very good for getting ready hyping yourself up for a first date Speaking of hyping yourself up for a first date, this is really embarrassing, but something that I think is really important before going on a date, or honestly doing something scary in general, is looking in the mirror before and being like, I literally have a pep talk with myself. I'm like, Ellie, you can do this. You have a whole life outside of this. It's all gonna be great. Even if I don't believe it, as long as I'm saying it out loud, I will kind of believe it. I'm like, you are great. You're interesting. People love you. You're like, you've done this date. You got like really, really hyping yourself like, like a soccer coach would. Like take that and put it in, look at yourself in the mirror and really say that to you before going on a first date. I remember specifically one first date I was really, really nervous about. It was, I'm gonna tell the full story in a second, but it was this guy that I like had barely talked to on the phone before, and so I was really, really nervous to like see him in person. But I called my friend who uh, I like told her, I was like, I'm really, really nervous, and she just completely hyped me up. It's really great to have a friend that you can FaceTime or call before going on a date that can hype you up and honestly give you some perspective before going on it always remember to bring lip gloss or chapstick on a first date. Don't go with a matte lip on a first date. One time I did and by the end I was talking so much that my lips were guys this is so gross but like like so chapped and just like so dry like felt like they were gonna break and bleed on this first date. Always go for a glossy lip. First of all it makes you feel like I don't know about you guys but personally I talk way better when I have Lip gloss on. Even like this happened, my mom put this in thought in my brain, but like even in high school before I'd present in like a class, I'd have to put lip gloss on because it makes me feel better about talking about things. Um, but yeah, no matte lips for a first date. I experienced that too. Those are some of my like surface level tips that I have accumulated by going on a couple of first dates. I remember a uh, first date specifically, like this was when I again had first broken up with my boyfriend and I was going on first dates for the first time in a long time and I got really great advice actually from Amanda who is on set with us today um, and has given me a lot of advice and her advice was basically that Everything you do in life is basically for the plot of life. You're going on this first date. It's not that serious. It's not that deep. Technically, time moves on. You're going to get through things. This is great advice for honestly anything. I used to think about this advice when I would take a test in school that I would be so nervous about. I'm like, technically, the period in class is only an hour and a half. So... In an hour and a half, the test is gonna be over. I'm gonna have to finish the test. It's going to be over. There's always things that like you can get out of and also I think having an out to a first date is always a very, very good, not the hand, not the, (laughs) okay Ellie, calm down. Always, having an out to, yeah, having an out to a first date is also a very, very good idea whether it be, guys, speaking, okay, I'm gonna give you some examples for some outs, but one time I went on this first date and prior to it, my mom and I were coming up with outs that we could do and no joke, we had spent like five minutes go, like texting back and forth, being like, you could say this, or you could say this, or text me and say this, and I I remember texting and being like, or I could just get through the first date and hopefully it goes well. Like It's really not that deep, but a foolproof thing is always having a friend on deck that you can that will call you and be like I'm locked out of my house I need some th- help. Although that seemed, now thinking about it, that seems a little like sus. One time, we, my family and I, we were in, we were outside of the US and we were like in this restaurant and like had to get out. It was like the, it, we like sat down and for like a plate of pasta, it was like 500 euro and it was just, it was, it was stupid. Anyway, we had to get out of this situation and my dad picks up the phone. He goes, <gasps> fire, fire. My mom gets up. She's like, Aunt Rita's not okay. And we like stormed out and had to grab our coats. It was so dramatic. But if you're trying to get out of a first date, number one, don't overthink it. Number two, literally pretend you are an actress. Be like, I'm an actress right now. I'm acting in a plot. I'm in a storybook right now. I'm getting a call. (gasps) oh my God, I just had an emergency. I'm so sorry, I, I have to, I'm so sorry. I, I Thank you, So uh, bye. And then get up and walk out. I feel like that's a very good one. Or, okay, if we're really overthinking it now and you're really not sure if the first date is gonna go well, you could preempt the excuse. For example, they're like, how was your day? And you're like, uh, you know, it was okay. Like, my dog's not feeling that well. On the first date, if it's going terrible, pick up the phone oh my God, my dog just blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't seem like fully out of the blue because they already know something was going on with your dog. Speaking of excuses, the story that I have to tell you about this one first date specifically, I was so nervous for, again, it was this guy that I hadn't talked to. Like we'd spoken on the phone literally two times and he was like, meet at this place, meet at this place. The place that he chose was the Chateau Marmont in LA which is a very classic old school Hollywood place that my mom had hyped me up about Amanda had hyped me up about when I told her that like this guy chose to go there but in my opinion it was very scary because I had never been there before so I didn't know like where to walk I guys this is so embarrassing I um have this thing where before I go on a first date I look up pictures of the inside of the restaurant to see what the lighting is like to see like where I should sit or like if the lighting's dim I love a good dim light on a first date so it's like not too bright on your face just like everything in life I feel like the first few, the first like Part of doing something scary is always the most scary, and then the rest of it just figures itself out. What I was most scared of going on this first date with this guy that I had never met is being able to find him in the restaurant and, like, do I hug him? Do I shake his hand? That's such a classic Ellie move is like going on a romantic first date and being like, shaking hand. Hi, I'm Ellie. Don't do that. I think it like sets up too much of a strict vibe. Um, But that was what I was most nervous about. And okay, the craziest thing happened on this first date, which is why I remember it so specifically, and why it totally goes back to doing everything for the plot. So I was sitting at this dinner date, and he's definitely not gonna see this. I was sitting at this dinner date, and he was telling me stories about his friend, and he said something like, oh yeah, and like my friend Leo, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh yeah, I like Leo, cool blah, 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 thinking like his friend's name is Leo. Next thing you know, he picks up his phone and he's like, oh, my friend is here. Is it okay if he like comes by our table and says hi? I was like, yeah, of course. So he comes up and he looks up and I turn around and Leonardo DiCaprio is at the table saying hi to my date and I shook his hand with my right hand and I haven't washed it since, just kidding, but That was a very, very good story because after the date, I could tell Amanda, like, I had this great experience and I met Leonardo DiCaprio on a first date, which was very much for the plot. Anyway, that was an example of one of the first dates that I have been on, which that was definitely on the cooler end of dates that I have been on. Um, But on my Instagram story, as usual, I asked you guys some questions about dating and relationships and things like that, and per usual, you guys came up with the best questions. So. Let's get into them for a little dating Q&A. The question that I got that I really, really related to was how to know whether to hold out for someone. For example, if one person is just, oh, for example, if one person is just terrible at showing emotions and accepting their own feelings, how long should the other person hold on to them before moving on slash giving up? I think that for me personally, I have been in a lot of situations where I like someone more than they like me or I am even, it's not even that, but sometimes it's like I'm more mature and can communicate better than the other person. And I think for me personally, when it's time to let go and move on and like hold out for someone else is when their communication, like lack of communication or like lack of whatever they're missing in the situation is affecting me and kind of thinking like making me think that it's it's me that's the problem in the situation important thing in relationships is communication not only just like overall communication but I think like quickness especially in texting for example like when you text someone something they should respond to you not a day later and like in a reasonable amount of time we all know that we're on our phones all the time and so I feel like it's really disrespectful in a relationship when like you're talking to someone and you say something and they wait so long to respond and I think like when it's time to cut someone off when they're doing that is when you start thinking about like how you're communicating is is in the wrong. For example, like, oh, he's not responding to me for like a day on end or like hours and hours every single time I text. Like I clearly am texting too much, which is not true because if you guys are in a conversation that's like pretty basic, you're not, if you were an in-person conversation and you say something to someone, they're not gonna walk away for 10 hours and then come back and then continue the conversation. That's just not how... That's not how basic communication works. And so, when you, another example that I thought of is like when you're nice or like give a compliment and they come back and like shut it down or don't give you a compliment back and then you go on yourself and you're like, oh, maybe I'm too nice, like maybe I need to be meaner. That is something that I have dealt with a lot personally where I feel like I'm not very good at playing the game of dating or like the game of talking to people, especially now in like, 2023 where people are attracted to mean people for some reason I've dealt with it a lot where I've contemplated being like maybe I should be the mean girl for once like for some reason guys are way more attracted to like when girls are mean to them and like same goes for vice versa and all the different I feel like all the different ways in life um but then When I decide to cut off that toxic situation is usually when I realize that I am jeopardizing my own good morals to try to fit into someone else's mold. When I talked about this on my last dating episode that I really, truly think that like when a relationship is meant to work out, it goes so smoothly and it's not supposed to be this like pull and tap. What is it? Like pull... Yeah, it's not supposed to be this like tug of war of emotions and like, oh, he left me undelivered all day and like I'm not going to respond to him for that day and I'm not I'm going to wait 10 hours and like, no, he waited 10 hours. I'm going to wait 20 hours and all these different things like relationships at the end of the day, I think are supposed to be easy if they're meant to work out and if they're being too hard on you, I think it is where you need to have like enough respect for yourself to just let it go. Which, trust me, is so much easier said than done. I have held on to relationships for months and months and months after they were definitely supposed to be ended, um, so I'm figuring it out too, but that's what I've figured out so far. All right, moving on to a little light-hearted question after that. Someone's asked me, is sliding into DMs weird, desperate, I literally cannot tell at the moment because if it doesn't work out, then yeah, it's fine, but it's definitely a humbling experience. That is very, very true. Me personally, when I'm trying to get someone to slide into my DMs or get like a conversation going on Instagram or on the internet, I have found that if you go into their feed and scroll down liking like two of their old pictures gets them to like see that you saw that and that you're like noticing them and that you're like nice enough to like actually put thought and like see their old life i don't know um when a guy does that to me i'm like oh he's interested and like when i do that to people usually then they slide into dms but back to the initial question i think that sliding into dms is fine if you're going in for like a like hi blank. Obviously, if you're going in for like a maybe, I don't know, I'm not a fan of like a DM pickup line. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Or I guess like the vibe of the DM is really where it goes in. But I always think starting with a compliment's great. That's usually worked out for me when someone DMs me or I DM. I'm like, hi blank, cool style. Or like, cool this. Or I like blah, blah, blah. Or I don't know, something like that. Something that like you're interested. I don't think it's weird, but it definitely is very vulnerable because when you send that DM, you I'm I am personally looking at I'm, I'm refreshing my Instagram like am I going to look I don't know what's going on. So it's definitely scary. This question says how to not feel bad about yourself when you've never experienced anything romantic in high school. For example, a boyfriend or having your first kiss or going on dates to dances and all of your friends already have. First of all, I hope that if you also relate to that, know that a bunch of other people have been through that and are going through that too because I got a lot of DMs very similar to that. And with my experience personally, I remember especially in high school being so nervous that like i was already a senior and hadn't had like my first boyfriend and like i remember i feel like i had my first kiss like pretty late too compared to like other people in my high school i think just keep in mind that first of all the people that are like you probably think right now that everyone already has because the people that have are talking about it and so It's very interesting because I feel like looking back at high school and like I look back and like talk to my friends about it. All of us, all of us like hadn't been through those things until after we got out of high school or even waiting to senior year. But we were talking about other people that had because we were all nervous about it. I think just know that like you right now, I know it doesn't feel like it, but you're very like you're young and you're like in such a like fresh stage and like beginning of your life and like you have so many years to date so many people and have kisses and like, go on dates with people and all these different things and just know that like it will happen and it will happen when it's supposed to happen. I even look back and like I remember being a sophomore and a junior and being like, when am I gonna have a boyfriend? And looking back, I'm so happy I didn't have a boyfriend because I was just enjoying getting through high school and like being with my friends and I felt like, looking back, I wasn't even ready to have it. So, I mean, Everything happens for a reason. Timeline, the timeline, everyone's timeline in their life is very, very different. And when things are supposed to happen, that's when they are supposed to. But don't feel nervous because uh, it like, okay, even going to specifics, like I remember I had my first kiss before my two best friends in high school did. And they were like, I don't like how do you even kiss someone? Just know that it all works out for some reason like a human body goes into like knowing how to kiss someone and um yeah it's all gonna be okay also going back to the questions with dances i remember specifically going to the first couple of years in high school I went to dances with like groups of girls and then I think the last one I went to a dance with a boy and going to a dance with a date is way more stressful than going with your friends in my opinion. First of all, you don't know like how it's going to go. Like the whole parent situation's awkward cuz you have to like take pictures together in the beginning and it's just like a little awkward, especially if you're not dating the person and they just randomly asked you. I also think it's way cooler to like say no and like go with a group of friends and like you just look like you're a girl's girl that way in my opinion. And I think it just comes with a lot less stress is just like going with your friends and um, you're not worried about what you're gonna, if like you're gonna have to kiss him or like things like that that like little things that I remember being very nervous about. But if you are too nervous to go to a dance without a date because all your friends are going to dances with dates, to be quite honest, dances in my opinion and school like school dances specifically are so overrated. They are not like the movies at all. They are sweaty and gross and like there's always drama, something's always going wrong. Girls are wearing too like tight short dresses and you're like not that's what I had that's what I went through one time. I like didn't know that like a bodycon short dress was in for being ninth grade going to ninth grade homecoming and i showed up in like a flowery kind of like poofy dress and that was not the vibe um but if you know that there's going to be a school dance and you know that like you're not you're either not going to want to go or you don't have like a crush at the moment that's going to ask you You should I highly recommend making like another plan so then you can tell your friends like, oh, like I can't go like I'm going to a concert or I'm going to this or I'm going to a dinner or something like that. We're full of excuses today for first dates and for (laughs) events in general. That is me wrapping up um, this dating episode. I guess some final piece of advice is We're all just living life. We all go through these same things. Also, something that I forgot to mention with first dates is you might be nervous for the first date, but also know that the other person is nervous. When you kind of, and oh, also something that my mom always taught me when you're nervous going into things is announce that you're nervous. It makes you feel way better about it. Like if you get to a place and be like, I'm so nervous, like I don't do this this often. That is a great way to like start conversation and start like talking and like being open with someone. So sorry, I just got back into advice with ADHD, but it's all gonna be okay. We all go through it. I'm still figuring it out too. And um, yeah, if you have any questions about dates or if you have any questions about what you should wear on a first date, send me outfit options. I am that friend that loves to get pictures before my friends go on dates of what they're gonna wear. So my DMs are open, at Ellie Zeiler on Instagram for those. Okay, now getting into my favorites of the week, which I have themed my favorites of the week for dates and going on dates, for example, for that. Okay, getting into it, let's see. Oh, my favorite lip gloss to take on a first date is today I'm wearing the Tarte Maracuja Lipstick Stick plumper thing in the shade rose that's great because it's just like a pump and then you like can put it on also the dior lip oil is very very good in my opinion it's very fun to put on as well the applicator's great Ooh, a fake tan always hits before a first date My mom and I call fake tanner antidepressants because it really just gets you in the mood. I personally love a good, I love Bondi Sands because uh, the Bondi Sands brand, because you can get it from like CVS or Rite Aid or Target, things like that. And then my favorite one you can also get, I think from Target or Amazon, is from uh, the company San Tropez. They're great. And there is nothing better than a good Neutrogena L'Oreal little one of those bronzed spray cans that you can get from the drugstore. Shade medium. That's what I'm wearing today. I love those as well. Oh, and then my favorite perfume that I have been wearing tried and true for years now is the Glossier U perfume. I love it. It smells so good. My ex-boyfriend loved it on me too, so it's um, liked by the... I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, those are my favorites of the week. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, I'll Be Your Sister. You guys can watch this podcast on the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel. And you guys can listen to it on Spotify or wherever else you guys get your podcasts. You guys can also find me at Ellie Zeiler on Instagram, TikTok, all the different platforms. My DMs are always open if you guys want to be part of the next Q&A episode portion. And um, yeah, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great week. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.